This podcast is brought to you by Heinen's. Founded in 1929 in Shaker Heights, Ohio, by local butcher Joe Heinen, Heinen's has grown to 23 total locations, with 19 stores in the Cleveland area and four in the North Shore suburbs of Chicago. After years of building connection with Midwest farmers, it became a part of Heinen's nature to do business with smaller regional companies. Today, Heinen's is proud to carry nearly 700 Midwest-made non-produce items that are present in all departments. For more information, go to Heinen's.com. Welcome to the Craft Food Classroom Podcast, where we help make food business simple at every stage of growth. Brought to you by Central Kitchen Media. And now, here's your host, Eric Diamond. This is Eric Diamond and David Miller bringing you the next episode of the Craft Food Classroom, the podcast. David, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing, I'm highly favored. Highly favored. Yeah, yeah. I'm blessed. I feel like I'm blessed, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just going through some things lately. You are sitting here just fresh out of the uh, dentist chair. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about it. How'd no, that, I'm just kidding. How'd that go, man? It, it was a procedure. Um, yeah. Yeah, they were in my mouth for three hours. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Sorry to hear. I know, right? But it's all good stuff, and they have more work to do. Okay. Five, I'm, I'm five weeks out. They gave me something temporary. All right. But they're going to get me together, and they promised me that my food eating experience will be elevated after this. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Good. Good. So man. I'm looking forward to it. This is the first time you've had a tooth in a while, hasn't it? Yeah. A week. <laughs> a week. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had one. It hey. was just broke. Yeah. yeah struggle's just, real, man. Yeah. We are out here. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. today we have a special guest. Super excited about this. Uh, Sonia Patel from Pure Spice. How Sonia. you doing? Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. How you been? Good. Yeah. Good. Busy. Yeah. How's, how's the, uh, the summer go for you? The summer was great. Kids back in school? Yes. The kids are back in school. We did a couple markets, not too many. Just really enjoyed being with family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we are going to talk all things Pure Spice. So why didn't you tell us what it is? Sure. So we are a sauce and spice company, mostly Indian spices. Yeah. Um, and then we also have our very popular harissa line, which we have an original flavor. And then we have one in mint. And then we have one in cilantro. We have a masala paste, which is like an Indian. It's, so I should actually preface. It's not Indian. It's North Indian. Okay. The food across India varies by region. Sure. And so I'm from the Northwest. Okay. So it's a cooking paste that you could use as a base to make, you know, dishes like paneer makhani or chicken makhani or maybe like a biryani. And just like, you know, you can kind of just put it in anything that you want to have the flavors of onion, tomato, ginger, garlic, garam masala. Yeah. And then last year we launched a dry spice company or like a dry spice line, um, partly because we ran out of bottles for our sauces. (laughs) (laughs) We couldn't get any during. (laughs) Yeah. We couldn't get any bigger bottles. So I was like, all right, what are we going to do? So we launched a dry line, a dry spice line and two that are more like sweet forward in the sense you would use them more in desserts sure. or like baking um, drinks, and then three that are more on the savory side. Awesome. So when did you yeah. start the company? So we 
Actually, I went through the incubator here yes, in January did. 2019, mm-hmm. and then right after launch, so February 2019, filed my paperwork, got our first approval for um, our sauces in May 2019. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So it's been crazy. I can't believe it's been, two, whatever, two years. That, that is nuts. <laughs> yeah, just kind of like one, though. That's right? true. Yeah. yeah I don't, I, yeah, COVID doesn't count COVID as a year. COVID doesn't count <laughs> Right. I mean, for you being in the trenches, it does. But yes. I, yeah, I remember you coming on board in 19, and you You've accelerated so oh, fast. Yeah. It's been incredible to watch. Thank it has you. been absolutely incredible to watch. So you were one of our clients that went right to the Amazon way. Mm-hmm. What how A, what you know, sparked that and B, yeah. how's it going for you? Yeah, yeah. So part of the reason I went straight to Amazon was because I launched in the beginning of summer. And a lot of times the big markets take their applications in the winter, the season before. So I missed the entire boat on that. I didn't have a product. I didn't have anything yet. And so I wasn't able to get into markets, really. I got into a couple smaller ones, but I had inventory because we had produced. And I was like, all right, what am I going to do with this? And I have a lot of friends who actually live outside of Cleveland area. So Mm -hmm. like New York, Chicago, LA, because I lived in all those different places. And so for me, going to Amazon was the one way that I could get it into the hands of my friends. Um, And it's been so I've so I'll say that say it this way so while COVID sucked obviously (laughs) from Mm -hmm. like production and life and everything all that perspective it was actually phenomenal for food businesses that were doing able to do business online because people were at home people were cooking and people were willing to spend extra money on food ingredients because they weren't eating out at restaurants. So I was, you know, I was blessed in that sense that like Amazon's sort of the reason why my business blew up over the, and like, I think why our growth was so accelerated so fast. That's very cool. Yeah. Kind of like sweet timing though. You say you missed a season, but you kind of fell right into a sweet (laughs) spot. Yeah. So David, I know you're a big believer in like opportunities and they come, Absolutely. you know, like I, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I, I kind of have the same feeling that, you know, I always feel like if, if one thing doesn't work out, there's always, it's because something else is waiting there for right. me. Right. And like, yes, it sucked getting rejected from markets or people not responding <laughs> to my calls, but clearly it was for a reason, oh, yeah. right? A like there reason. was something else there for me. Absolutely. That's yeah. cool. So what was the inspiration behind the sauces? So a couple of things. So the hot sauces were purely for my husband and his family. They eat crazy spicy food. Having lived in New York, we ate a lot of Middle Eastern food. Yep. And when we came back here, there was just not a good sauce that we could find on the store, in the store shelf. So I started making that first, actually. The Indian spices are truly for my kiddos. So they both have food allergies. And I don't let them eat things from India that are processed in India oh, interesting. because their manufacturing processes are not as clear cut <laughs> wow. as they are here. Ah. Um, and now they actually do put, uh, you know, proper labeling in terms of like the ingredients and that it might have been in a facility that produces and things like that. But a l- like before they didn't. And so um, having dry spice blends, you don't know what's in it, right? Wow. Like you have no idea where they processed well, it, what so they processed Yeah, exactly. And then the masala paste is actually something that I use like literally on a like weekly basis at our house. Really? Like in general. For, yeah, that's like, that's what I cook with. No, you're vegetarian. Yeah. I am. I am vegetarian. Yeah, yeah. Is it the rest of your family? Yeah. 
Actually, oh, very cool. yeah, That's yeah, very yeah. Cool. But our products go great with meat, so yeah. I heard. No, they, <laughs> you they, don't have to be vegetarian so, to no, enjoy yeah. that. They, that is exactly true. Um, <laughs> but it's funny though because we have a son with severe allergies, and it's it's interesting because he eats a lot healthier than anybody he knows. Mm-hmm. Because you know we're we're making everything from scratch. Yeah, um, he gets a lot of vegetables because he always jokes he eats like a forty year old man. Yeah. You know? Grilled chicken and, and salads is his go-to. Yeah. Well, and that was a big thing for me, too. Like, I, you know, if you ever read, whether it's sauces, spices, just, like, everything is crazy processed, right? Yes. And same thing, my kiddos don't eat a lot of that stuff because they can't. Yep. And so even with our um, with our brand, I made a really conscious effort. Like, I don't want, you know, like, I don't want processed things. I don't want artificial flavors, fillers. And so, like, we, we have, like pure lemon zest coming from France. I have like, you know, like it's like real, real, real ingredients that, yeah, yeah. you could actually recreate it at home Home, if you wanted to. There's no random, you know, like chemistry happening in that respect. I overheard my son having his conversation a few days ago with his best friend and his friend was saying he couldn't wait to have Lunchables again. And Aiden said, (laughs) Aiden said, I've never had a Lunchable. Wow. And he's like, what? Mm. How could you be a kid and never had a lunch? Yeah, yeah. my kids have any either. Yeah. <laughs> so don't tell him he's not left out. Mm. I'll reserve comment. <laughs> no, it's there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Look, every, everyone has their own, yep. you know, life and lifestyle yep. and everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. So let's go back. Uh, yeah. What got you? So did, where'd you grow up? I grew up in Solon, actually. Yeah. Okay. So I'm Cleveland, born and raised. Oh, excellent. Um, left for 10 years, lived in New York. Um, LA, Boston. Wow. And have been obsessed with food my whole life. Have so. you been? Yes. Yes. So was your yeah. family big into cooking? Yeah, my mom is huge into food. Like her her side of the family is really big into food and she's a phenomenal cook. Um we can't be in the kitchen together though. No. Like, really? No. This doesn't work. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. She has like <laughs> I'm neurotic, but she's like <laughs> like literally like she has a ruler when she's chopping her vegetables. Oh, like wow. it is crazy. Like you can't you oh, can't wow. do stuff for her. Um and I've sort of taken that on, which I feel bad yeah. about. It's okay. <laughs> but like as a kid, yeah, like I I grew up watching so before Food Network was cool. Like I actually used to watch, you know, like Emerald and I Ming and like Emerald all these too. people. Yeah, yeah, like all these people that are sort of around still, but not yeah, really. Right. Um, and I would try to recreate dishes, vegetarian versions sure. of the things that they made. So I cool. would just, you know, tinker in the kitchen. And um, yeah, like I've I've been obsessed with food my whole life. <laughs> that through, you know that I, that goes back. I remember those early days of Food Network, and I used to watch The Naked Chef with yeah. Jamie Oliver. Yeah, and he's yeah. gone on to become you know he was this like teenage kid back then, yes. like the early twenties. Yes, and now he's this you know world renowned chef. But mm-hmm. yeah, those were the days. That's yeah. that's really cool. So you had kind of had this love of oh yeah of food in you, and then along the way you started a nonprofit too. I do. So I have um I have a nonprofit here in Cleveland called Zonworks Yoga. So we bring yoga and mindfulness to inner city schools. Awesome. I have that. I was a consultant before that. I have a master's in education. So I don't know. I, I think I'm one of those people that, you know, I, I wanted, I, whatever I do, I want to do something I enjoy sure. right. and I have an impact. Yep, so right. that's, to me, those are the two things that matter the most. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that is important. That is what we, we recently interviewed, uh, Bertman's mustard, Michael Mintz and his uh, same thing, you know, you know, have to have passion in your heart to, yep. do, to do something. Right. Yes. And then if you do, you should do it. And yes. So that's, yes. that's really cool. We are going to take a quick break for our sponsors. We'll, we'll be back. This is Eric and David bringing you the craft food classroom, the podcast. Honeycomb Credit is proud to sponsor our friends at Central Kitchen, who are dedicated to sharing the stories of Cleveland entrepreneurs crafting the city's food legacy. With a track record of working with Cleveland small businesses such as Go Buddha, Pope's Kitchen, 
and Leavened Bakery, Honeycomb has become a one-stop shop in helping entrepreneurs scale and grow. Now that the food industry is pacing forward, Honeycomb is here to support you by unlocking capital, increasing consumer engagement, and marketing your local brand. Find out more at honeycombcredit.com slash grow. We are back, Craft Food Classroom, sponsored by Heinen's. This is, uh, you're in Heinen's, right? I am. That's yeah. very cool. So what yeah, products yeah. do you have in Heinen's? So you can find our original har- harissa and our masala paste. Cool. So yeah. what is next for Pure Spice? Well, a lot of exciting things, actually. <laughs> so, which I'm actually the most excited about. So we actually signed our lease to come here yeah, and okay. have our own pod. Let's have our own pod. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. it was actually a five-year plan, but it happened a lot faster. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but it's a good thing. I'm really excited about having um, my own equipment and yeah. being able to produce when we need to and, um, you know, kind of growing and um, we actually have a new product coming out too. Yeah, really? What do you have? Yeah, so it's called Chipotle Fire. What? Ooh. Yeah, it's really good. And um, and actually we're doing production on it on Saturday. So, oh, cool. yeah. What, yeah will you, what, what will you do with it? Like, it's a so marinade? It's a sauce, sauce, so it can be a marinade or a sauce. Very cool. Um, it has Chipotle, it'll have guajillo and arbol chilies, Ooh. some cilantro. Um, so think about it as like either, yeah, like a marinade or if you if you've ever had like um, tofu bowls yes. like like the Southwest style yep. um, or even just like throw it together with some sour cream as like a quick um, sauce or dressing. Very it's cool. It's actually really good. That's awesome. <laughs> so would you look around Cleveland, what are some of your favorite places to eat at? Oh, gosh. Okay. So, I mean, it, it's really, really dependent on cuisine. Okay. Um, so my... Are we really like Luca? Actually, yeah, like Luca's for great. for Italian yep. for Italian food, there's a small hole in the wall place called Senorita Bonita that's um, in Solon that we really like. Oh, we cool. don't oddly enough we don't eat out much because of my kiddos' allergies. So yeah, like it's it. usually like my husband and I go out together. We're still looking for a consistently good Indian restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Chula's, in ch- yeah, Chula's really good for fast casual, fast casual, yeah, but like sit down, yeah. Um, there's been a lot of turnover in a lot of the restaurants. There it's has really been. hard to get. Yeah. Um, I love Coco's Bakery. I'm a huge bubble tea fan. So I usually treat myself mid production <laughs> street. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> to Coco's. But yeah, those are some of my favorites. That's very cool. Yeah. Uh, what do you like cooking at home? We do. So we have like a rotation. So it's basically Indian food twice a week. Okay. Because that's all my kids will. Like they're happy with, unless if we have paneer, which is like an Indian, like a homemade Indian cheese, yep. it's similar to, I would say, like um, uh, halloumi almost. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, like I would say it's like that consistency because mm-hmm. it doesn't break apart. Right. Yep. Um, so if it has paneer in it, they'll eat it every day. Um, but I like can't eat paneer every day. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. not the <laughs> best for you. <laughs> and the same with my husband. So we usually do Indian twice. We do Italian once, Mexican once, and then Asian. And oh, then very pizza. cool. So we, like, yeah, we have a rotation. Yeah, and then, that's cool. You know, that's kind awesome. Of, I, uh, I don't use recipes, so we usually don't have the same thing twice, like in life, it's because just, it's usually just throwing what we have together. Yeah, that's, does your husband yeah. like to cook? 
No. He, <laughs> he does not cook. <laughs> he likes to eat, though. He likes to eat. He'll make pasta for the kids. He'll make pizza for the kids. He makes like a decent grilled cheese, but that's about it. That's okay. <laughs> like when you say he makes pizza, is it open a box and put it in the oven or he'll do Pretty the- close. Okay. Yeah. Like we, we get a pre-made gluten-free crust. Mm-hmm. He'll put the sauce on it and he'll put cheese on it. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. He'll put it in he's, the oven. He's, 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 he's an active dad. Yeah. He can oh, cook. No, he's like crazy active mm-hmm. in everything else. But mm-hmm. Again, I'm a little territorial over my kitchen, right, over kitchen. my knives, yeah. over my. <laughs> so, yeah, you're like, the you're I, the business though, the food yeah, business. Yeah, right? and I I like it. it. To me, it's my stress relief. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. I love cooking. Yeah. Dave's kind of the same way. I think we both use it as a stress relief. Yeah, yeah. It. I don't know what I would do if I wasn't able to. Cook. You know, like if right. for whatever reason, like God forbid, but if you couldn't, like my wife cooks and she's a good cook. So it's, it helps that we're able to alternate. Yeah, yeah. same with But us. I really enjoy it. Yeah. Like I really enjoy it. Like I look forward to going home and, and, the, and it's gotten to the point where the kids are like, hey, dad, could you make this for me? Right. Could yeah. you make that? Yeah. And I wish they were more healthy options, but <laughs> we're okay. working towards it. <laughs> you know, last year during the, uh, the pandemic, our kids did a pandemic pod. Oh, and so- hi. 10 right. families got together and uh, we were fortunate enough that one of the family's parents was able to uh, offer a home for the kids to use. And I actually made all of the lunches for them. Oh, you did? Yes. Yeah. So every day, four days a week, they had a healthy lunch that was sourced a lot of ingredients from Overland Food Hub and, and the food out of here. And uh, my son said, the only thing bad about school debt is you're not cooking for yeah. us anymore. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's amazing. That's though. Yeah. I didn't know that you were making yeah, all the lunches. So that's all, pretty cool. All the lunches. It was, it was very satisfying. I will yeah. say by the end of the year, I was burnt out of cooking mm-hmm. that much every day. Mm-hmm. Because I would also then make dinner because my right. wife was one of the teachers at the school. And so I was working from home, so I would always just go to the grocery store. I had to pick up the stuff for the school anyway. I'd pick up something for dinner. I'd yeah. make it. So I was doing all of the cooking. My wife is like... I didn't remember what the inside of a grocery store looked like. <laughs> like I hadn't been there in, a, in like in a year. And you um, get—I don't know—do you get planning fatigue a little bit, yes, like of what to make? Exactly right. Yeah, like my my kids joke because we'll be eating like breakfast, and I'm like, "All right, what do you guys well, want for dinner?" dinner. <laughs> and yeah. they're like, "Mom, we're like not even done with our food yet." Yeah, you know, like exactly yeah. So right. we we definitely go through planning fatigue. Yeah, we do too. We yeah. do too. So, what advice do you have for people starting out, like you did a few years ago? So go for it. Yep. You know, I, I kind of walked back and forth and I wasn't sure if I was going to. I, I had like a milestone in my head that I was like, okay, if this happens, then I'll do it. And luckily it happens. And if it hadn't happened, I don't know if I would have gone for it or not. Is that right? Um, yeah. Like, so it was basically if I had won the pitch contest. Ah. <laughs> that was it, really? Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. like, okay, if I win, then I'm going for it. If I don't, then oh, wow. I don't know. I don't know if Very it's a good cool. idea or not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing is like seek out seek out help and support. I will say, having been in various industries in Cleveland, um, the food scene is um, like the food people are yep. amazing. Um, and not to say the nonprofit people aren't, but it's, I really do feel like it's a family and it's such a collaborative effort. And every like it's it's nice to be a part of something where people want you to succeed. Right. Um, it's. I, and I think some of the other, other industries where startups work in is not always like that. Well, yeah, and especially in that, like, nonprofit, it's very territorial. Right. And it's like, wait, well, hold on, why are you, in, in, yes. you know, kind of invading what I do? Yes, and, like, tech is the same way. Right, There's, yeah. Like, oh, that's like, you know, yeah. it's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> we started, you know, the back then it was the Cleveland Culinary Lunch and Kitchen in 2013. And one of the things that we didn't anticipate but has been the biggest and best surprise is the community that formed. Mm-hmm. Everybody is willing is willing to help. And, you know, some of the older members like Clark Pope, who we will have an episode here in the future, uh, he still, you know, gives 
gives his time to anybody who needs help. I right. mean, he'll spend an hour on the phone with somebody who randomly called them out of the blue to say, hey, I've seen your product. How did you do this? Right, and, right. And we're, I mean, some of us are playing in the, like literally the same spaces, same, exactly, right? right? And maybe competing for the same self, shelf space. But mm-hmm. I think we all have our own niches. And I think I think if we all grow together, then it's beneficial for everybody. Yep. You know, and it's just, it's great for Cleveland too. Right. It's, we, we've, we've talked about this, you know, if a, a big tech company that Jumpstart supports when they get a big funding, they leave right. Cleveland, right? But, right. you know, you look at someone like Cleveland uh, Kitchen, formerly Cleveland Kraut, you know, they're doing $20 million in sauerkraut sales and all that money's coming back Coming back, Right, which exactly. Is, which is exactly. amazing, amazing to see. Yeah. All right, I smell some... I was going to say that's I also. smell <laughs> some really good food that our, our, our staff chef. chef, Barry Jarvis, is putting together. We're going to take a quick break and then come back and sample some food. Sounds good. This is Eric David bringing you the Craft Food Classroom, the podcast sponsored by Heinen. This is Eric and David. We are back with Sonia Patel. We are about to try some um, awesome food. So Barry Jarvis, our, our resident chef here, has whipped up this uh, amazing street taco. I, I, yeah, it looks delicious. He's, Everywhere you look, it's just food falling off of yeah. into the plate. <laughs> so right now he's plating up some um, field roast chipotle plant-based sausage. Mm-hmm. And he's going to top that with a little, uh, uh, some grilled vegetables that he's done. Looks like some corn and some peppers. And he's hit that with the uh, pure spice green chutney. Yes. And on top of that, he made a, chip- uh, he made a harissa uh, queso that he is topping it with. Oh my God. It's about to go. It's just, yeah. It's, it's about to get down. Here, <laughs> let's go. I don't know what I am today. Am I vegetarian? Or am I? Yeah. I, well, I'm just hoping your teeth I'm don't hungry. fall out. That, I know. I just, they you, better you not. You have been for like three hours. I paid $2,000 so. <laughs> for these things. They should stay in at least five weeks. I hope. They <laughs> did <laughs> tell me though, be careful with the t- turmeric. Yeah. And like pasta sauce because oh. it could stain. Oh, really? Okay, so yeah. you, you might have a yellow tooth for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> for like five weeks. That's, That's cool. right. All right. We're about, cool. about to dig in here. And so, also, we've got this wonderful drink that you've made. Yeah. So, I made you guys a mango. Yeah, talk about that. A spiced a mango lassi. So, uh, mango lassi, or lassi is a yogurt drink, and it comes in all different flavors. So, I made a traditional one with fresh mango yogurt. Um, and then I actually spiked it with our milk masala, oh. which it sounds confusing. There's actually no dairy in our milk masala. Really? No, it's, it's the. So if you've ever heard of like a turmeric latte, right? Um, So it's the spices that go in a drink like that to make, you know, like, so it's turmeric. Ours has turmeric. It has um, black peppercorns. It has cinnamon. It has cardamom. And then we add a touch of um, pure vanilla bean. Ooh. Yeah. So that's. It's really good. So yeah, and uh, yeah, it's all blended up with a little bit of. Um, I added a little maple syrup just for a little bit of sweetness. All right, I'm gonna bite into this. Yeah. Cheers. Let's try this. Thank you, Barry. Oh my god, that's so good. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. That's really good. <laughs> I can taste the chipotle, but but that harissa queso was. Phenomenal. It's really, yeah. That is amazing. So there's a lot of things happening right here. There really is. <laughs> it's a lot of flavor. Yeah. Also, Indian people, we do, we, hey, let me clarify, we do mm-hmm. spicy, right? Which, like, a lot of flavors, not always hot, though. Not always hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. is very good. Very flavorful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like, from my mouth, it's a very diversified mm-hmm. um, Now, what do profile. you do with your green chutney? What would you make with that? So... We use it more as a, like a finishing salt. 
Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It has black salt in it. Okay. Which has that, like, sulfuric smell. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I actually made you guys a salad, too. So there's, um, it's just, like, tomatoes, cucumbers, and chickpeas. Mm. And um, so I usually use it, like, as a finisher for salads or, like, if you're doing, like, grilled things, mm-hmm. like kebabs or something like that, sprinkle it on there. Yeah, that's what we – or, like, in yogurt. It tastes really good with yogurt, too. Cool. These are super, super, super flavorful. That uh, harissa – my son puts that harissa on his eggs every morning. Mm-hmm. He loves that. That is really? a mm-hmm. – Which one? Aiden? Sammy. Sam. Oh, okay. Sam. I was going to say, if the little kids are doing it. <laughs> no, no. Man. No, Sammy puts that right. He makes up mm-hmm. some scrambled eggs for breakfast and throws that right on there. Yeah. He's like, it's phenomenal. He, you know, he sent me a list before he went back to OU of all the products from the kitchen that he wanted me. <laughs> and the harissa sauce was on there. <laughs> nice. I was telling one of our interns about it, and he came back the next day and was like, that really is good. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it, it'll definitely wake you up. It's it like, does. For me, it's like, um, you know, they, a, a cold shower. Right, it's like the cold shower. It gets you, gets you going. Mm-hmm. And this, once you take a bite of it, and mm-hmm. it, I mean, it really does get you going. And that there's just enough heat. Like it's, yeah, not, it's not. Yeah, it's not overly spicy. Not overly no. spicy. It's not great. Um, yeah. And I think a lot. Of, like, I love Indian food. And so does my wife. But a lot of people are afraid of Indian food because they think it's going to be super, super hot. Right. And it actually, like the the food we eat at home is nothing like what you get in restaurants. Like we don't put cream in our food on a daily basis, and a lot of Indian restaurants use a lot of butter and cream, so you think it's very mm-hmm. heavy. Um, I would say South Indian food. If you were to find South Indian food, that's a little bit closer to what a South Indian person might eat at home, minus like they actually eat that for breakfast or lunch Mm -hmm. versus at night um, for dinner. But the North Indian food for sure, that's like super lavish. Like we don't we don't eat like that on a normal basis. And it doesn't always have to be crazy spicy. Right. Um, I mean, it's crazy hot. Mm -hmm. I think um, spicy, yes, because of a lot of flavor, like our garam masala blend that goes into our um, Masala paste, as well as our mirch masala, there's 13 spices in there just to make that blend, right? right? So it's like, it's a lot of flavors that go together, but everything doesn't have to be hot. Mm -hmm. This yogurt drink, you say yogurt drink, so yogurt's a consistency, or is it like a... a No, I like legit put, it's like plain yogurt in there. Oh, really? Yeah. And just blend it up? Uh Uh-huh. It's like, and you can make any flavor. So a lot of times, um, when in the summertime, people will drink this if it's super hot outside, and they'll actually add like a little bit of salt and a little bit of cumin in it. Mm. Um, so don't make it sweet, like no sugar. Right. Or you can make it sweet with mm-hmm. like just sugar and like if you want to add fruit to it, right. you can. It's like I said, it's very similar to the kefir that like I think Turkish people drink because yeah. it's like all similar regions yeah. in terms of climate. And so it's like, it's a nice cooling drink, yeah. especially yeah. when you're eating spicy food. Right, right. <laughs> no, this is good. And this super is... simple. Mm-hmm. My kids love this actually. This is like one of their... You know, because it's it's not like there's no like actual like processed sugar in it no, or anything. No, it tastes it's, healthy. It's, actually, it's yeah. good. It's smooth. Yeah, it's like natural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. I like exactly. It. Yeah. So we can find what products of yours in Heinen's? Yeah. So at Heinen's, you will find our original harissa and our masala paste. Cool. Mm-hmm. Where can they find you on the web? So all of our products are available on our website. And um, that's www.purespices.com. And then you can also find us on Amazon. And all of our products are on Amazon as well. 
Very cool. Well, yeah. this has awesome. been awesome visiting with you. Likewise. It's been cool watching your, your success over it the has. last thank few you. years. It has. And you're just a, a wonderful person as well. And so oh, thank you. Love to have you as part of our community. And thanks yeah. for allowing us to sample some of this amazing <laughs> food. Thank you to Barry for thank making you. it. Yeah. Thank thanks, you. Barry. No, and thank you for having us. And I, I truly meant what I said where um, the the food community that you guys are building is invaluable and such a huge asset to Cleveland, too. So yeah. thank you for doing what you guys do. Thank you. Appreciate, Appreciate that. that. Thank and, you so and, and thank you, Heinen's. Shout out to Heinen's yes. for, the, for Heinen's. You know, the, the podcast. And uh, yeah, it's been great. I've been exposed to great food. My teeth stayed in. <laughs> and um, I get to enjoy this drink that I'm going to try to take home and have my wife make up. I'm going to look this up. Yeah, I'll, I can sweet. give you the recipe. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no All right, problem. until next time, this is Eric and David bringing you the Craft Food Classroom, the podcast. Peace. Peace. Thanks for joining on the Craft Food Classroom podcast, where we help make food business simple at every stage of growth. Brought to you by Central Kitchen Media. To learn more about what we're doing, visit us at thecentral.kitchen. Please subscribe to this podcast to learn more about food entrepreneurs and their experience in the craft food business. This podcast is brought to you by Heinen's. Founded in 1929 in Shaker Heights, Ohio, by local butcher Joe Heinen, Heinen's has grown to 23 total locations, with 19 stores in the Cleveland area and four in the North Shore suburbs of Chicago. After years of building connection with Midwest farmers, it became a part of Heinen's nature to do business with smaller regional companies. Today, Heinen's is proud to carry nearly 700 Midwest-made non-produce items that are present in all departments. For more information, go to Heinen's.com.